another exciting episode on movie discovery and today we're going to be talking about a character from the marvel cinematic universe that is Thor. a few months ago Thor love and thunder was released and this movie there was a lot of comments from the fans both positive and negative all had different opinions and views about the movie mcu really made the audience feel sympathetic for this villain in love and thunder god the god busher is surprisingly sympathetic in an opening scene, we could see how God's daughter died in his end and his deity laughed at him for expecting an eternal reward for saving him as he has promised. But no wonder it's not a surprise if he's trying to kill other gods. We could also see in this movie where to assemble the team consisting of Jane, Valkyrie and Krog. But alongside the way, all three of them got injured badly, then Thor had to go on this final battle on his own. After Thor saved the Asgardian children that were kidnapped by God, they were attacked by the shadowing demon. So we saw how Thor granted these kids his godly power. They were able to heal this weapon for a limited amount of time only, and they helped him fight this beast. Sometimes I ponder over Marvel movies. So in Endgame, how the women teamed up feeling so powerful, now Thor granting his power to Asgardian kids. Marvel's always giving everyone a chance to prove themselves, men, women, all children all important after thinking about the god of thunder had found love and she finally dies what a sad moment and finally Thor also becoming a father that's the most amusing part of the whole movie i'm really surprised there is nothing it didn't seem so surprising like Thor being a father i've never been so shocked you know we have so many mcu characters and you can't even believe among them all it had to be Thor is the least of my expectation but it's okay we're we're happy at least everything ended up well we're moving into the next section of this episode which is the question and answer and we're having a guest stay with us after the short break i'll be back how thank are you, you sir i'm fine thank you and you i'm very good we're glad to have you on the show yeah, I'm glad to. So, a few months ago, another part was released of his movie, Love and Thunder. And that brought up so many comments and questions from different audience and fans all over the world. So, before I go into the questions of today, I would like to really ask you, after watching the, the tall Ragnarok and the tall Love and Thunder, what do you really have to say about both movies? Yeah... Yeah, both movies were interesting. Uh, we get to see Ragnarok when Thor had to battle with his dark past, which is the realization he has a sister, a dark sister, the one that destroyed Miomia. Then he gets to battle, a battle within himself when he got to realize he's stronger without Miomia. And also in Thor Ragnarok, we get to see the destruction of her. Life was lost. It was indeed a touching movie. Uh, while Love and Thunder was far from expectations, no one would have thought Miomia would come back and would choose Jane, not just anybody's ex girlfriend. And I thought for a while that the armor would heal her of her sickness, but she had to die eventually. It was a sad movie, though, but all good came to a great end. 
Okay, thank you very much. Well, um, what really happened to Thor's hammer? That's the Mjolnir he used with Stormbreaker at Endgame. Oh, we got to see that it, 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 they went back in that armor, but it was later returned by Captain America. Okay. Uh, while we are while we're watching the movie, we saw how Stormbreaker possesses characters of jealousy and consciousness. So do you feel it's because uh, it was actually a part of growth? That's why it was conscious. So uh, I can see it's part of good, but uh, and another option, you know, Miomia was not made for Thor. Miomia was a family weapon too. Stormbreaker was made by Thor himself for his own use. And we can say the Anduil was part of the consciousness because we saw it grew roots in love and thunder. So to me, it's, it's alive. The armor is alive. And yeah, he had feelings when he saw Thor going back to Miomia. Okay, okay. So uh, let's talk about the villain um, Love and Thunder. Girl, when um, God's daughter put, actually lifted the hammer, I was surprised because we were thinking um, Thor would be the only one being able to wield that Stormbreaker. But now we can see that God's daughter actually is within the, the Stormbreaker. What do you really have to say about that, please? Okay. We, we all know Miomia was a covenant armor. He has a covenant that only that which is worthy or who is worthy can lift the armor. Uh, Stormbreaker does not have that covenant. And uh, we can see Thor now possesses the power to make people worthy to lift the armor. We, we saw that when he gave the children of Asgard powers to fight. And that song could use the armor very well. To oh, Stormbreaker. Yeah. Stormbreaker. Yeah. Talk, talking about um, giving those children power, um, do you think, uh, what do you really have to say about that Um with Marvel lying to giving the power to the kids, according to them, they say it was just for a limited amount of time for them to fight those beasts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, Marvel uh, is a great movie studio. Uh, they like to make use of the young one, like, and they're trying to tell us that if we believe we can achieve. So they shouldn't believe that they can do something at that moment. And Thor gave them the power to do what they believed in. Marvel has actually wowed their audience in so many yeah. ways. Even at um, even in Endgame, we saw the team of the women going to fight the war when the men were actually there. So I was wondering what the men were doing at that point when the women were just giving just the whole role to play. So uh, um, the last question before we go, I'm going okay. to be asking, um, what do you really have to say about Marvel making the villain seem like he's doing the right thing because um, in Endgame we saw Thanos and Thanos was actually doing what is right. And in Thanos we saw how they said Thanos was doing the right thing actually from his best of knowledge. And now we're talking about Love and Thunder again and with the villain. I actually felt sorry for the villain. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the best thing about Marvel. Uh, they, they make the villains seem right because the villains have felt a lot of pain and they don't want others to feel the same pain. But the way of carrying out the solution differs, the idea is different. But in reality, they just 
they don't want others to feel the pain they felt. So that that's it for me. That's selfless. Okay. Okay, okay. Thank you very much for joining us on the show today. Hopefully, we'll get you next time on our show. Well, thank, thank you for having me today. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Okay, today we had a wonderful show. And I want to say a big thank you to Mr. Fred for making our time to join us on the show today. And guess what? We're done with MCU. On our next episode, we're going to be talking about another character from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So keep following us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at mdiscovery001. Thank you very much and God bless you.